0: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Two, three, maybe a fourth. They're coming out of six and seven. Top to by the one, which is Brandon ninth. Oh, wow. No!
1: Well, here we are. Round 13 signals the start of a very tricky Supercoach period. Of course, it's origin season. Ryan and Tommy back here. This is the Supercoach 365 podcast coming to you a day later this week. Tommy, it's worth the wait because, mate, you are flying and uh, you're about to impart some more wisdom on us.
2: (laughs) G'day, Ryan. I think we both will tonight. Uh, As you're saying there, really important time of the year for Supercoach and a really exciting time of the year for Rugby League I don't know about you but as soon as the weather gets as cold as it is
1: now I just think of Origin straight away so I'm really excited Mate I'm just looking at your beanie you've got on here tonight if you're following along on YouTube Tommy looks like he's about to rob a bank Uh, you can grab us as we say there on YouTube or on the podcast feeds at Supercoach365 across the socials as well Tommy round 13 coming up on the show we're going to chat all of that of course uh, the four games coming up this week uh, heavily Origin affected uh, some of those team lists, particularly the Panthers, who go around this week without, I think it's seven or eight of their stars. Uh, and then, of course, we'll chat the Origin teams, our trades, and answer some listeners' questions as well. So plenty to get through tonight.
2: Absolutely, mate. Yeah, as as always, the, the round preview, only four games this week. And as excited as you are about Origin, are you kind of annoyed at how about about how it impacts the NRL?
1: Yeah, I think we say this every year, don't we? Um, but, I mean, we've got to take the good with the bad. And... You'd love to have the stars out there every week, but come Wednesday night we won't be complaining. Uh, Before we do jump into, of course, round 13 and Origin as well, look, we're going to have a quick look back uh, upon round at 12 because there was uh, a couple of key standouts and uh, probably none more so than James Tedesco. We'll recap the round results uh, right here on your screen. Of course, uh, the round kicked off on Thursday night. The Melbourne Storm uh, 28 points to 8 victors over Manly. And then the game we were looking forward to a lot, Tommy. Uh, the Panthers and the Cowboys. 22-0, the uh, the Premier's run-out victors. And just a comprehensive de- uh, comprehensive defensive display.
2: Yeah, as if we needed any more proof that they were the team to be. They just dominated the Cowboys. who so we weren't too bad, but Penrith were too good. Uh, later that night, the Broncos came from behind to beat the Titans 35-24. The Knights beat the Warriors on Saturday in one of the more forgetful games that you'll see this year. <laughs> the Rabbitohs beat the Tigers. And on the Saturday night, the Roosters really put up a statement beating the Sharks by 20.
1: Yeah, that was a game that stood out for mine. I said there, James Tedesco, uh, high score of the round last week with 144. So... We've said at different stages, haven't we, uh, on the pod this year that you can't play supercoach without Teddy. Uh, He started slow, but certainly warming up into uh, the player we know that he is and no better time for New South Wales, the captain, hitting his form.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think he's slowly been working into this season, much like the Roosters, but uh, that display the other night, 144 points, along with a lot of their other players, it's really showing that they're hitting any of their straps at the right time of the year.
1: Let's do this. Uh, I don't have James Tedesco in my team, so certainly not my good. But I'm going to kick us off tonight, the good, bad, and the ugly. I guess the good in my bad last week. Not the best score. We'll put our ranks up as well as we do this. Uh, The good for me was I captained Isaiah Papali'i, who uh, turned in a tradesman-like performance. Playing through the middle, there were some question marks there, but got it done uh, and saved my week, really.
2: Yeah, he did a good job. He's, he's really consistent these days, isn't he? He bombed a try the other day against the Raiders. So it could have been even a higher score, but he did really well. Uh, Teddy was my good, as we've sort of mentioned already. A dominant display, 144. I think it's his second score over 100 this year, so he's starting to hit his form.
1: Yep, yeah, ranks on your screen here now. If you're listening along on the podcast, uh, the Buds battlers last week, pretty forgetful week. Uh, just a tick over 1,000, 1,017 points. My um, overall score, it's, it's pretty poor. Top 13%. Um, Tommy, tell us yours, mate. Um, you should be proud of this. Oh,
2: it was a decent week, but it's, it's green arrows. That was the main thing I was looking for. Up to 520, I believe. So, look, as we said all along, you know, the next few weeks will be the telling period of the the year, but I'm happy where I am at the moment.
1: Besides, uh, I guess, my whole week, really, the bad to come from my week was sort of emphasised by Satili Tupanua's 19. Now, I'll be honest, I didn't catch a lot of this game, so I don't know if he was injured, he went off early, or HIA, he's prone. Uh, But just that score of 19, we've seen him turn out a couple of low scores this year. Yeah,
2: there's been a couple of times where you've had him as the bad, I'm pretty sure. So it's been a bit of a roller coaster with Satili. My bad would have been Nico Hines, He didn't play awfully, but the Sharks were pretty much dominated in that game. I think he only ended up around 50, maybe even less. As captain, for me, uh, Cleary didn't go massive either, so that probably saved me. But yeah, Hines wasn't a great captain's knocker.
1: For those who have been playing along the whole season, those who have been listening since January, uh, who got on our Top Sports Season Multi, the $7 special that went up, uh, Roosters Top 6, Sharks Top 8, and of course the key leg there, the Roosters getting over the Sharks. So one for our futures players playing along with Top Sport at home. Gamble responsibly as always. My Ugly uh, as we go to air tonight. Some rumours around Jason Tamalolo being out this week, although I think as we go to air just now, confirmation he's in. So... That's suddenly a good uh, for round 13 because we're going to need all the numbers we can get.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Fingers crossed. He hasn't been cut from the side with 24 hours to go, so hopefully that means he's playing. Uh, My ugly is on similar lines. There's a lot of players which myself has brought in, other people I know have brought in, such as Cotter, Ben Trebojevic, Valera, TPJ. They're all not playing this week, and the main reason we brought them all in was was for this weekend, so that's annoying. Uh, Angus Crichton as well. I told him a few weeks ago, And then he's not in the origin team, which is a surprise. So it's been tough trying to predict uh, the round 13 squads.
1: It seems the tale of the year, though, doesn't it? Sort of zigging one way when you should have zagged or vice versa. And I guess those who are up the top, like yourself, have got those decisions right more often than not. And it only takes a small slip up to uh, see those red arrows, as I've seen a couple of times already this year. Uh, That's where we'll leave round 12. Uh, Actually, before we do, we're just going to quickly throw this one up on your screens as well. This is our Supercoach365 listeners overall group. $500 to the winner, courtesy of Top Tippers. It is still the Roosters pack for Troy, but the top 10 there, uh, there are some high flyers uh, going strong come origin time. Let's see how they fare as well. Uh, and for those as well playing along at home still uh, putting your tips in with top tippers of course another $500 now get this it's only taken 12 weeks but we're up you can see the ladder and you see it on your screens here now uh, Don89 with a round score last week of 21.03 heads the way here uh, 162.87 points overall plenty of numbers there Tommy but I'm only interested at uh, the second one there something something <laughs> for the battlers Ryan Selvich second overall in the tipping
2: no you've done well done well for sure Um, it's a credit to those who have like continued to persist with the with the app. Uh, Don is smashing at 24 ahead of of second place. So, yeah, if you if you haven't been putting your tips in lately, maybe get back into it, and the prizes are still up for grabs.
1: Still up for grabs, of course. Second place, uh, if you are, you know, Don's got a big lead there. But if you're still chasing second place, uh, you'll take home an NRL jersey of your choice, courtesy of top tippers. Download the app, you can get it from your app stores, uh, and you can of course just search there sc three six five. Listeners, Tommy, round 13, let's get into this. Uh, We're going to just tidy up through these games here. There is only four of them this week. The first one, the Titans and the Cowboys on Thursday night. c Super Stadium, the venue, the top sport Titans at home, $2.55 outsiders, the Cowboys $1.53, and the line here, plus five and a half, the home side gets it, so... How do we see this one playing out? A couple of injuries for the Titans and the Cowboys with uh, plenty of stars who will churn out for the Maroons.
2: Yeah, a lot of star power missing from this game. Uh, the Titans first, obviously, Tino is out and he was huge last week. I think he ran for 250 metres or thereabouts. And as a prop, that's that's massive. And So yeah, he's a big loss for them. I think he's their leader. David Feeder's is also out. He's injured again. and I don't know if anyone brought him back in last week, but you'd be very frustrated as he's, he's out again.
1: Now, the story out of this is obviously going to be probably uh, those who brought in the likes of Cotter. Even Dearden, I think, was somewhat of a surprise selection from uh, the Maroons and Nanai, if you've held on to him as well. But I guess testament to how good the Cowboys have been to this point in the season, they've been rewarded with the amount of origin players they're getting. And it's hard to argue, really, given what we've seen so far in season 2022.
2: No, absolutely. Dearden is a surprise, I'd have to say. But he has played well, just looking at his form. You can't really begrudge him. Nana has been awesome as a young player, and then Holmes and Cotter have been two of their best players. So, yeah, can't really argue with many of the selections, but I do think in the absence of these big names, it'll be important that Tom Lolo plays because they need someone there to still have that quality.
1: Now, there are some, uh, there have been some poor performances this year from the Titans, but have you seen worse than what they dished up last week given the way that they lost? I know they've had plenty of losses already this year, but I think that would be up there with one of the worst, the way that they found a way to lose that game.
2: Imagine being up by 14 and doing a short kickoff. Oh, what you're asking to lose when that sort of thing happens. It, it was really strange. And like you're saying there, I think they lost to Canberra in the same state, uh, same sort of circumstances, sorry, in round three. So yeah. they're mentally, they're just a young team, isn't it? That They don't have any strong leaders there. And I don't think it's going to get any easier this weekend against the Cowboys, who are, who are a really professional side.
1: Now, some news around the Maroons and, and particularly the Cowboys here. Uh, Players on the Origin team sheet, I think it's 19 uh, to 22, will return back to their club sites uh, for the weekend. Uh, And that means that Hamaso and uh, Murray Tualangi in Jersey 21 and 22 will come back into the Cowboys team, uh, we think. Tommy Dearden in Jersey, 18 though. So he is the emergency replacement on the night of Origin. He won't play, we know that for certain. Uh, But looking at this one, again, let's put on the Supercoach hat here. Where are we looking? Are we looking to bring in any of these Cowboys or is it just a case of sticking solid with, with, with what we've got and maybe being happy if Tamalolo does turn out and, and hoping he gets more minutes?
2: Yeah, I think Tamalolo is the main story here. He is for me anyway. I don't really have anyone else, I think, playing in this game. And the Hammer could be maybe someone to look to as even if you wanted to put him on the vice captain being early in the round perhaps or Scott Drinkwater as well yeah. probably has a bit of appeal at the moment because he is capable of that big score
1: just one more here on the Titans before we move on Uh, interesting that Mo Awaken not chosen by the Maroon side he has been a staple in that uh, Queensland outfit the last couple of years so again you mentioned some names there missing in the front row TPJ Payne Haas will be playing for the Blues even so he could be someone Mo Fodawaker that you could look to. He uh, scores this year not as uh, impressive on Supercoach as they have been in past seasons. But I mean, looking back at his his performances last year, he was a sixty point per game front rower.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. I think in the off season we were both quite holding him as being a potential classic option, definitely one for the draft comps. But yep. his average this year is eight less than it was in the past two seasons. But without the uh, without the big names playing this week, can he might have to step up.
1: Bo Furmore as well. Uh, we'll have to eat a bit of humble pie. Not selected for the Origin team, but I mean, he's been in good form and he's only a phone call away. And I know Billy Slater's probably uh, keeping tabs on Bowie Furmore. I think there was under a bit of injury cloud as well. So good uh, that he will turn out in round 13 as well. Anything else there, Tommy? Are we having a bet on this one? If you're having a bet, I mean, please do so responsibly. And you probably want to uh, stay away from the Titans.
2: Yeah, it's, it's hard to bet, isn't it, in this game? It's just hard to know how the teams are going to respond without there. Without the key players, maybe the Cowboys at the minus if I had to, but, yeah, it's tough. What about
1: you? Don't hold a gun to my head on this one. Uh, let's leave that one there because, yeah, it is uh, the first game of the week, but there are some others that we will look to target in terms of super Coach options, and this one may be one of them. The Panthers up against the Bulldogs. Now, the Penrith side missing a host of stars, but there are some names there and Supercoach relevant names in Taylor May, Isaac Tungor. Uh, even uh, out to an extent could be relevant this week and Kickow as well the name that I know that you brought in in recent times
2: yeah Kickow's another one Dylan Edwards at the back could also be someone to bring in they have two I guess you could say rookie not rookie halves but Sean O'Sullivan's been around a little bit Kurt Falls makes his debut I think age 25 so that's great for him maybe one for draft comps in the next couple of weeks if Nathan Cleary is, is rested and I think that'll be a big storyline after Origin how many of these Penrith players bounce straight back
1: I think, just speaking of draft comps there, I think Falls will take the goal-kicking as well. We saw that in the trial against Cronulla Uh, in the preseason. He kicked them well, and he actually has a very similar action to Nathan Cleary. So keep an eye on that. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan, a good goal-kicker as well. But I wouldn't be surprised if Falls, the rookie, uh, takes the tee on debut. Uh, For the Dogs, you've already mentioned there, with uh, no Tavita Pangai Jr. Look, that's a big loss. Um, His minutes have been mixed, but this is a real game that he could have targeted, I think.
2: Yeah, it is, and it's definitely disappointing for Supercoach because I know a lot of people brought him in purely for this round with that in mind, so he's not there with back spasms, which is just a niggling injury, injury, I guess. Matt Dufty is currently on the team sheet at fullback, but we've heard today that he won't be there. Um, I know he's been much maligned throughout his career, but I thought he was actually decent the other day against St. George.
1: Yeah, he's just one of those players, Dufty, isn't he? Um, It's hard to catch him, and I, even this time last year, I think I went to him in Supercoach. I went to him and Norman, um, around this origin time because, you know, they had the round 13 game. I, I knew he had that high ceiling as well. Yeah, it's a strange one, uh, that, the, the dufty situation there. But, I mean, this was the time, wasn't it, last year when Penrith started to drop a couple of games. Is there any value in the Bulldogs head-to-head with top sport? $3.40 you're getting, even the line, a, a generous 9.5. Although, in saying that, the Panthers held the uh, the Cowboys to nil last week. So, that may still not be enough.
2: Yeah, I just still look at this Penrith team and I still have faith that they can do it. But going back to what you said there last year, from memory, they lost to both the Tigers and the Sharks during this period when they Mm -hmm. had uh, their players either at origin or kind of backing up from origin. So they are somewhat vulnerable. History would say that. However, the Dogs, I don't know if they're playing well to capitalise on it. Uh, One name I would want to mention for Supercoach for the Dogs, Jacob Carraz, didn't score that well the other day, 29 points only, but I think... Just from the eye, he's playing really well. Um, mm. I'm happy to keep him for a little bit. He's really cheap still, low break even, so he, he's, he's doing a job.
1: Yeah, he gets in and does the tough carries and often finds a bump and a tackle buster, at least uh, looks likely of that anyway. A name probably we didn't expect to see for the Bulldogs this week, Josh Adokar. Um Surprise omission from the Blues setup, And I think in the preseason, we might have even said this, that he had to be careful going to the Bulldogs. I'm pretty sure we did, actually, when we did our Doggies preview. Uh, we likened it to what happened with Nick Kotrich when he went from uh, playing Origin at the Raiders to going to the Bulldogs, just not getting enough ball, not scoring enough tries. But Car may be hard done by in the in the Blues' fault.
2: Yeah, perhaps. Uh, Tupou probably took me by surprise, but if you are going off this year's form alone, you know, Tupou has been superior. And Matt Burton's another one. He wasn't even mentioned in Origin chat this year. So I guess going to the Bulldogs is a bit of it's a bit of a graveyard. Would you look at either of those guys for this round, perhaps?
1: Probably not, to be honest. Um, If I was going to take one, if I was desperate for a number, it'd probably be Burton, only because you know Ado had a career super coach here last year on the back of Melbourne breaking records every week. So as good as he is, I think as a as a winger and as a origin prospect and as he has been for the blues in recent seasons i wouldn't be touching out a car not this week not against the panthers anyway uh their defense it probably still holds strong despite all of those stars missing we're going to talk uh, all of uh, the uh, the origin questions there's going to be plenty of them around are we holding cleary isaiah yo uh these other names jerome luai if you're playing with him what are we doing uh, particularly around the panthers we're going to hold that off until the back end of the podcast so stick around for that Uh, Tommy, uh, let's move on, though, to the next game of the week. Uh, This one on Saturday night. Just the one game on Saturday, which is uh, a little bit of a surprise. thought they could have maybe bundled Thursday night footy into uh, somewhat of a dumbed-down Super Saturday. Anyway, this one here, Manly and uh, the Warriors. uh, DCE out, obviously, for the Maroons, uh, which sees Schuster and Foran take uh, their stand in the halves.
2: Yeah, Schuster's an interesting one. I think I... I kind of earmarked him a few weeks ago as someone I wanted to have for this round, but then he was on the bench a lot of weeks in a row, so I didn't end up going to him, but I I feel like if you do have him, you'd be pretty happy seeing him in the halves against a Warriors team who's really struggling.
1: Yeah. Uh, Other team news here. No origin for the Warriors, but uh, Rocco Berry comes in for uh, Viliami Vallea, which is frustrating. You've already said it there in your good, bad, and ugly at the top of the podcast, but he hasn't been dropped. He's injured, so... I mean, we'll have to forgive him. I think he even played 40 minutes with a broken jaw, uh, says the NRL physio last week. So, uh, brave effort that one. And Wade Egan returns. You've got here, Tommy. Both teams desperate for a win in this one.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, Manly needs to prove that they can win without Turbo. And it's obviously going to be hard without DCA as well. But you look at this team, they still have Jake Chiboyevich, Oleg Foreign, and Schuster, Garrick. There's still a lot of quality there. And the Warriors... They're just in all sorts. Uh, they really need a win. I can't see them getting one here, though.
1: Yeah, this game at Brookie, so uh, never easy going there despite um, those names missing. I, I, I do. Uh, sorry, I should say, it, it does uh, hit me that this time last year was when Garrick did go to fullback. He played a couple of games. I think he actually played one. Might have been this coinciding weekend against the Cowboys from memory. Scored a couple of tries. I'm pretty sure he went 100-plus, you could tell me. Are we interested in Garrick this week? I mean, he's been playing fullback a lot this season, but gets a good game here, goal kicking as well. If you don't have him, should you go get him?
2: Yeah, he's look. I, without giving too much away, we'll find out later if I've got him or not. But I was really keen on him um, a few weeks back. But as soon as Turbo got injured, I just thought his stocks lowered a little bit. Hmm. But yeah, right. You know, it'll probably be all about him on Saturday night. He gets the goal kick, so there is definitely some upside. Um, apart from that, for Manly, I think a lot of eyes will be on Olakauatu on Saturday night. Cooler uh, and Tupelo Those two cheapies. Probably everyone's yeah. held them till this point just for this game. So you'll really be hoping they could uh, possibly score a try each.
1: Manly, a dollar fifty-three. TopSport.com.au head-to-head. The Warriors, two dollars fifty-five. Outsiders, the line five and a half. Manly still favourites that way. A dollar eighty-five. Uh, if you're going the minus. Uh, Just looking here, though, just looking at the halves, interesting to see what side of the field Schuster lines up on because predominantly we've known him as a left-side player, but so too Kieran Foran, a left-side half. So they both can't play on uh, the left, so maybe it's Schuster to the right. That little combination there with Ola Kawatu could pay some dividends, perhaps.
2: Yeah, I've got no idea what they're going to do there. Schuster, obviously, more used to the left for an experienced player, they might put him on the right. I don't know, but either way, yep. I'm pretty keen. Uh, Manly minus five and a half here. I just think the Warriors are going terribly. Manly, this will be a bit of a, a desperate game at home. They still got some quality in their side. I think they can do this pretty comfortably.
1: Mate, you pick on me every night for bagging the nights. Sorry, every week for bagging the Knights. But I'm getting a trend here. I'm starting to sense that there's a, a little bit of um, a little bit of anti-Warriors coming from the Tommy Hudson camp.
2: Well, I got, I'm on him at $13 for the spoon, so I need the dogs to right. start winning to okay. make that a reality for me.
1: Talking through his wallet, nothing new there for Tommy. Um, we'll leave that one there, though, because probably not too much else to speak of other than maybe Jason Saab, who's back, as you say there. His price is really bottomed out, but I guess the appeal there with Saab, maybe not as strong as it was last year when Turbo was high-flying.
2: Yeah, he's one of those players similar to a Coates or a Staines. He just has... Zero base. He needs, you know, all those attacking stats. I'm just looking at his numbers now, and it's pretty grim reading. He hasn't got over thirty this year, so it's a tough, tough sell, really, yeah. to get him.
1: Tough sell. I remember thinking back even to round seventeen last year when he had that home game against the Raiders. Again, an Origin affected week, and I think he turned out about twelve. Like, so he was one of the most popular tradings that week, and uh, yeah. So we're learning from our errors last year. Don't go to Jason Saab. Uh, last game of uh, the round, though, this one, the Raiders back at home Sunday afternoon. Looked good down there last week despite a loss. Up against the Roosters. The Roosters without a host of names there. We've already mentioned a couple of them. Who impacts or who is impacted more, do you think, by the outs this week? Look,
2: probably the Roosters players are bigger names, you could argue, but I think the Raiders are more important to their team. White and Papali are our best two players, Papalia, I should say. Our best two players... Uh, Matt Forley and Trey Mooney are basically the replacements and they're very, I guess, inexperienced or not as good players as those two I've mentioned. So it is a bit of a loss for us. But the Roosters are in the same boat. They lose Teddy, who's, who's obviously the best player. Joey Marnie back to fullback though. I think he'll have a lot of super coaches licking their lips.
1: Yeah, he is one of those players that... Um... I think we've said it again a couple of times already this year. He does excel through this period. He gets a chance to go to the back. Maybe hands on the footy a bit more, more meters, more bust, more involvement. So it could only mean good things for Joey Manu. Uh, looking here, you said Billy Smith gets a run. Um, for those still holding him, that, that's a, an extra number, but I'm sure he would have been cut. Are the Roosters back, Tommy? Because we said it already at the top there, the good winner of the Sharks. Are they back? Can we begin to trust the Roosters again?
2: Yeah, we have said it a few times, haven't we, this year? They've had a good performance and they haven't backed it up. That was their best performance of the year ago the other night against the Sharks to put 36 points on them at points bet. Awesome performance. This is a good chance to back it up, too, because Raiders are playing well, if I can say so myself. I think we're playing really good footy. We're tough to beat down in Canberra, so it will be yeah. interesting. Uh, Angus Crichton is another one I want to mention on the Roosters. Uh, I think I still thought he'd make Origin. I know he hasn't been great this year, but I thought, you know, Freddie would stick sold with. I roost second rower, but uh, he's not there. And now he's a super coach, relevant player, you'd have to say.
1: Definitely. I mean, I, I think I started the year with him. You may have, but then poor scores, trade-outs. He will be a, a popular trade-back in option this week, you think, just uh, on the betting. Uh, Raiders $2.30 Outsiders at home They're getting a 4 point start uh, $1.95 if you like them That way the Roosters though The halves pairing of uh, Walker and Kiri It's starting to click They'll miss Tedesco this week as well But um, as long as you've got uh, Walker and Kiri there running the show um, Good to have stability in key positions So uh, the Roosters probably deserved favourites here But um, only just I think maybe slight value there for the Raiders
2: yeah, I'm not as optimistic. I just think with Manu Walker and uh, Kiri still there, they might have a bit too much strike for us, but yeah, hopefully you're right.
1: Just a tweet in from the NRL physio before we head to a break, uh, just circling back to the Titans, who, of course, get the round underway uh, on Thursday, or probably tonight as you listen to this. Uh, Jermaine Sako, Toby Sexton, both Fermor Mo Fodawaka, and Ehsan Masters all set to play. Uh, they overcome injuries. This week. So, if you are looking towards those names, uh, some good news uh, for the Titans. Tommy, we're going to go to a quick break on the other side. We're going to chat some captains for this week because that's all important. Extra numbers, uh, or rather less numbers, extra important to get your captaincy right. Uh, we're going to chat some origin as well. Having a bet on
0: sport this week? Top this. Whether you're into cricket and curling or golf and greyhounds, Top Sport will let you on for plenty. And with literally hundreds of markets from your own backyard to the international stage, Top Sport has you well covered. So if you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Top that. Download the app today.
1: Top Sport. Feel the excitement.
0: Don't let the game play you stay in control gamble responsibly.
1: Yeah, welcome back, Supercoach365 Podcast. We're teamed up with Top Sport again this year and uh, doing good things, Tristan and the guys up there on the Gold Coast. It's a good part of the world, the Gold Coast. Uh, much warmer than it is currently in Sydney. Uh, tonight, as we go to air, it is very, very cold, Tommy, and uh, we experienced that firsthand last night. Uh, that's why we're recording a night later. We had a, a soccer game to attend to.
2: Yeah, mate, uh, you said sometimes life gets in the way, and I guess it did last night. Uh, 6-0 victory for our team, though, so at least we got the win.
1: No thanks to me, I'll tell you that. Tommy, you might have had a small hand in that, but um, no thanks <laughs> to me. Uh, let's talk some captains. Um, captains are important every week, but particularly this week when you almost get a free chance to loop because no one's got a full team, you don't have to drop someone, Um the order of the fixtures, all important as well. We've said a couple of times there, the Cowboys may have some appeal early in the week, drink water, hammer so if you want to play that way. Uh, Talmalolo Lolo even, if he turns out. But um, where are we looking with the vice captaincy this week?
2: Yeah, I think it's it's how you want to play it. Um, if you want to, I guess, vice someone like a drink water or a hammer, or even, I don't know if anyone owns Brimson or something like that, someone with a high ceiling, maybe you could do that. Or you could maybe just fight someone like Jason Samololo, someone you know that will get you know 60 to 70, hopefully. And then it's kind of just, it's there to fall back on if you needed to. I don't know. It's, it's really hard. It depends how you want to play this week, I suppose.
1: Not only that, but important to know as well when uh, players lock out. I, I, I mean, I, I'm still unawares. Teams not playing, when do their players lock out? Is it start of the week, end of the week, in between?
2: I'm sure uh, someone said the other day, It's if your player is on the buy, mm-hmm. yeah, but has a buy. sorry, uh, they lock out the start of the last game. So 4 p.m. Sunday, that would be. Okay. So uh, you'd have to get clarification with uh, the powers that be, I think. But I'm pretty sure that's what
1: it is. All right. Uh, you just uh, press one on speed dial. I'll get Tommy Sangster on the line. You can ask the question. Um but no, that, that is important though, because it is good to know, uh, or it is a must know really, when you can captain someone. But I'm sure you should have a couple of options um, to find a, a non-playing player if you are going to play the vice-captaincy treat this week, which I suggest you do. Um, otherwise, Friday night, you've mentioned the Panthers a couple of times. Maybe it's a Talon in May, uh, Isaac Tango, or if you're bringing in Dylan Edwards, one of these high-ceiling backs from the Panthers.
2: Yeah, they're three good options. I think you'd also maybe look at vicing Kikau. Sometimes if he can get ball in hand against a weak opposition, he could get a couple of tries. Don't think you could really go with anyone from the Dogs, personally.
1: No, we'll stay away from that. And then if you are playing later in the week with maybe a Ruben Garrick from uh, the Manly side, probably the only one there that you'd even think about vicing or even captain uh, that late in the week. And then... Probably a fixture which a lot of captains will be in, I dare say. The, the Raiders and the Roosters, the likes of uh, Crichton, you've said. Joey Manu, even perhaps Walker, Keary. So some names there for the Roosters.
2: Yeah, I think it comes down to, again, how you want to play it. Um, If you're chasing that really big score on Sunday, you probably go a Manu or maybe mm-hmm. even a or Sam Walker. But if you're just happy to get a, a solid captaincy score, you probably look at, at a Crichton, wouldn't you? Or maybe even someone from the Raiders like a or Hudson Young
1: Yeah We'll uh, dissect All of that We'll put that up On our captain's call It's going to be A big day of content For the Supercoach365 crew On Thursday As we record On Wednesday night As we say So stick around For that on our Instagram At Supercoach365 We'll have uh, Our captaincy call As well as Our final team list Heading into round 13 Tommy let's do Our team updates though Because I think We're going to have A little bit of time To chat about this And there's going to be Some questions from The listeners as well do you want to kick us off here with uh, the trading places for round 13?
2: Yeah, well, I feel like I'm almost selling the heart and soul of my team this week, which it's probably a surprise to many. It's a surprise to myself almost. But I feel like I have to do it to get some players in this week. So Teddy on the back of his 144, he's out, which could be stupid. But uh, just looking at, he's obviously out this week, and then the Roosters have a really hard run the next three weeks. They pay probably the three best teams in the comp. Yep. So I've gone to Dylan Edwards. Penrith, uh, contrastingly, have the easiest run. They've got the Dogs, the Warriors, and the Knights, the next three. And they're probably the three worst teams. So hopefully you can have a good month, Dylan Edwards. I've also got rid of Reuben Cotter. He's obviously uh, in Origin this week. Then, uh, importantly, I think the Cowboys play next Friday, which is 48 hours after Origin. So I really can't imagine him playing around 14 either. Yep. And if he does, he might only play 40 minutes. He's out for Angus Crichton, who's obviously starting this week. And he's been going a lot better lately with some better scores. So two trades, but two uh, pretty big ones, I guess.
1: And importantly still, uh, two trade boosts up your sleeve. The salary there on your screens as you watch this on YouTube, $303,000 in the bank. So you are cashing out. You're getting some value for your money. You, you are capitalizing your good works that you've done so far in the season. So who's to argue with you, mate? You're still in contention for the 50K. So... Um, no, mate, you, you are. You're flying. Um, so heed your advice there, I dare say. Trust your gut. Uh, I do like those two trades there. So 16 trades, that's probably the only thing, isn't it? And I'm not uh, not too much better. But you thought 16 trades in hand with still, what are we, still f- uh, 14, uh, 13 weeks after this?
2: Yeah, it's, it's the massive worry. I'm pretty happy with you know the players I've got and how I'm going. But... I feel like I'm going to really be
1: holding on those last few weeks in terms of trades. It's going to be a close-run thing for sure. Here's mine, uh, the Buds Battlers. It's about time we did this. We're saying goodbye to Chris Randall uh, and uh, Katoni Staggs. Uh, again, Randall's had his time. Break-even's up around 60 now, so time for him to go. We get to Appy Koros out. I don't love the move. He's probably not a long-term keeper, but he, he's going to fill a job here. And as you say, the Panthers run. It is nice. Uh, and then on the other side there, Katoni stags out uh, for Joey Manu, who comes in. So I do think I'll be captaining Manu this week, all things considered. Uh, I like him at the back for the Roosters. Uh, Katoni obviously misses round 13, plays Origin. Then they play the Saturday night against the Raiders, uh, round 14. May back up, may not. But then after that, rounds 15. And round 16 against the Storm and the Cowboys, both games away from Suncorp Stadium. So, for mine, that's enough reason to sell Katoni. Now's the time to go to Joey Manu. All of those moves, the two of them there, 17 trades remaining after that, three trade boosts remaining. I've said this, I'm playing the long game this year. I burned them last year, I'm not doing it again. $185,000 in the bank. So, holding on to the names like Cleary, Munster, Hines, not deterred. I'm playing the long game.
2: Yeah, I'm, I really like your trades this week. Uh, Randall, is definitely time to go with him. But Corris, great time to get him with the Panthers run. And, and this week's a great fixture. You could even put the vice caps on him perhaps on a Friday night. And then Joey Manu, I think he's he's not a must-have, but he's probably could be the best Supercoach player playing this weekend, really, or the highest ceiling. So it's a really good time to have him. And I would probably almost get rid of Stags myself, but I just don't have enough trades to do it at the moment.
1: Yeah, again, um, Appy, I don't love the move, as I say, but he's one of those players, if he is playing, and, and obviously missing both their halves there, the Panthers, this week, he may take on more of a, a playmaking role. Close to the line, loves to go himself, and I can see him hitting out even for a, a try close to the line. So uh, enough reason to get in Coruscant, although he is around the Origins squad. So that's the only concern there. I don't see New South Wales going up 2-0 this year like they did last year. I can't see them... Um, You know, game three being a dead rubber so I don't think Cook misses any origin this year, pending injury of course but I'm happy to go to Coruscant all of those things considered Tommy, let's do some questions Um, and there are plenty of them here and plenty of them around trades for this week and uh, are we holding, are we selling those origin names? Uh, Let's kick it off at the top here with Kane Grove, Uh, all of these questions on Instagram of course, he says who to bring in, Angus Crichton or Hudson Young I know you're a big fan of both
2: I am. Um, Hudson Young was a bit disappointing the other day. I got one of our great friends, Blake Brushworks, to to buy him for his team, and he only got 30-odds, so it's a bit disappointing. But I've gone to Angus Crichton myself, so I have to go with Angus. Yeah,
1: I'll probably back you in there. Blake Penton, another friend of the show here. He says, do you know any cheapies that may play round 17, then never again? So um, let's just hold off on that one, Blake. We're going to bring up the draw. We'll have a look at that one while we answer a couple of these other ones. Uh, Leon Doe77 says Don't do anything And Saying maybe no trades this week Do we just cop it as a, as a bad week and, and play with 8 or 7 numbers And just be happy with that
2: Well I think uh, I saw a tweet From the Supercoach Whisperer Experience I'm sorry whoever it wasn't there But uh, they said that the average Number of players The top 20,000 people have Is between 8 and 9 So if you've already got that amount You probably could do nothing
0: Hmm
1: yeah, just be happy with that. Um I've always said, haven't I? Target the round 17 uh week. So if you if you just don't love a trade this week, don't do it. Just trust your gut. Gus Fisher says SJ or Burton?
2: Uh Burton for me.
1: Yeah, SJ just not relevant as long as he doesn't have the goal kicking and uh, Reese Walsh doing a good enough job there off the tee. Slip Rail 2 says, who won't back up in round 14? It's a good question. Um, if Pull out that crystal ball, Tommy. It might be under that beanie of yours.
2: <laughs> well, I think what I said before, um, Cowboys-Dragons is only two days after. So the likes of Reuben Cotter, you know, he plays big minutes. There's a lot of work. I couldn't mm. imagine him playing two days later.
1: No, you wouldn't think so. Um, and Nani as well. Tommy did, and if he gets a run, um, you're looking there. I don't know. I mean, historically, I feel like that the Panthers like to back up Luai Cleary, much like the great Melbourne Storm teams with you know Smith, Cronk, and Slater. They make a habit of backing up. I don't think Cleary. If you, <laughs> I've kept him for this reason. I think he plays round 14 personally. Um, I think a lot of those guys do.
2: It's a Sunday for Panthers, so, and it's against yeah. Newcastle. So if they do play, that's yeah. that's big scoring, you'd think.
1: Yeah, so hold him, hold Nico Hines again, another Sunday fixture. Um, yeah, that's that's probably where I'd be looking for that. Uh, Andrew Salona says, thoughts on Nat Butcher? Um, any, any, any real strong thoughts on Nat?
2: Uh, not really. He's never been someone I've... I seem to never catch him. You know, he would get in the starting team, and I put him in, and he doesn't go that well. How has it been going this year? Have you been following at all?
1: I think he had a couple of good weeks when uh, he uh, relegated Angus to the bench. Uh, I mean, again, one of those names that could churn out 70 every week and we probably still wouldn't notice him. Um, I just don't love the Roosters rotation there. We've seen it again. I was setting my ugly at the top of the pod with Satilli not playing playing minutes. Um, Angus sometimes playing 40 minutes off the bench. Uh, Butcher coming in, the front row rotation. It's just hard to keep up with. So, personally, if I could cash out and stay away from them, I I would. Uh, Riley Milton 4 says Angus Crichton or Tohu Harris. Plenty of love here for Angus Crichton.
2: Yeah, got to go Crichton again. Although Tohu could become a factor maybe later in the year, but not at the moment.
1: When's Josh Curran back? I'd I'd be interested in in Curran because... Again, uh, how he plays with Tohu in the team. We saw it at the back end of last year. I thought Curran was pretty good and had an attacking stat. So, not sure he's uh, there this week, Curran, but he must be close. Uh, he was injured in that massive loss to the Storm uh, a long time ago. So, uh, to answer your question, though, probably Angus Crichton, uh, Alex Brigo, is it crazy to trade out Cleary and Robson? Uh,
2: I think it's... Probably crazy to trade out Cleary Because you definitely want to get him back Like there's no doubt about it And he's as, soon, as long as he's playing He's always a threat of getting 100-150 So you don't ever want to get rid of him Reese Robson I don't see the point of getting rid of him this week either When they're playing
1: You know I wouldn't be trading out a warm body this week um, Alex And Cleary no I think I mean I'm sort of speaking out of my own pocket here Because I went big on turbo And then that turned out like Bloody shit So I can't, I can't justify trading out other names that I want to be eventually trading back in. I want to finish with Cleary. I want to finish with Hines. I want to finish with Munsters, So keeping all of those guys this week. Uh, Bosco Harris, 14, says, should I stay with Nico Hines at fullback? I'm saying yes, but uh, obviously dependent on what you've got around him.
2: Yeah, I think he's similar to Cleary. You know, you want to keep him for the whole year and as, as long as he's playing, he's always a threat of going huge.
1: couple more here um, before we chat some origin. Uh, Tarpane or Manu, it's either one or then two for me. One of those, maybe one of those two for me. One of the two. Just reading one of the two. Sorry, just reading what's in front of me here.
2: Yeah, look, I've gone to both recently. Tarpane is going really well. Not many people are talking about him, but the other day he ran for over 200 metres to the Raiders. He got about 72 and pretty much all that was in base. So he's low-key flying.
1: He does have it in him, doesn't he? He's got these attacking stats, much like when you think of um, Pangai at his peak and to a lesser extent, maybe David Fafida. Um, Tarpane is a very good supercoach player when he is fit, when he's getting minutes. Um, as long as his missus keeps DMing Ricky, he may he may be playing minutes. Uh, last one here before we go to another short break. Uh, it's I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. Let's just call him Hamish. He says, Kiri with double exclamation marks. He's obviously keen for Luke.
2: Yeah, well, three out of the past four weeks, he's got over 55, including 105 in one of those uh, games. So he's playing this week in a, probably a good game against the Raiders. So, yeah, maybe. Did you know Luke Curie's 30 years old? I would never have realized that. I thought he was younger than that.
1: I think he's he's only just older. Sorry, only just younger than Kieran Foran. So go and have a look at that. It's, someone yeah. said that, that to me um, last year, actually. And they said, who's older? And I thought, oh, it's a no-brainer. It's got to be um, Kieran Foran. It was only just um, by a couple of months, in fact. So, anyway, uh, useless trivia for you here on your Wednesday night, Thursday morning as you listen to this. Uh, Tommy, we're going to go to another short break. And then on the other side, we're going to chat Origin. It's one of our favorite games of the year and uh, the first of three of them to kick us off next Wednesday night. Pretty much 24, rather, seven days uh, to, uh, uh, to the minute as we go to air
0: tonight. Having a bet on sport this week? Top this. Whether you're into cricket and curling or golf and greyhounds, Top Sport will let you on for plenty. And with literally hundreds of markets from your own backyard to the international stage, Top Sport has you well covered. So if you want to get the top odds every time, bet with Top Sport. Top that. Download the app today. Top Sport, feel the excitement. Don't let the gameplay you stay in control. Gamble responsibly.
1: Yeah, welcome back. Uh, top Sport doing good things, of course. We're going to talk origin through our pockets here, of course, responsibly. New South Wales, game one favourites, sixty-two at home at Core Stadium. Core Stadium, pronounce it how you will, the old Olympic Park out there at Homebush. The line here, minus three and a half. New South Wales still favourites here, $1. eighty versus the $2.00 Queensland getting the line. Or if you like Queensland to win it straight, $2.35. I think there's still a bit of value there about the Billy Slater coached Maroons?
2: Yeah, I've said to you a few times now, I've never looked for, well, I have looked for the origin more than this, but not for many years. Not probably since we were trying to break that year, that year streak in 2014. I just feel like it's going to be a great series. Queensland are in form. We're always in form in the last few years with the, the amount of talent at our disposal. And having the likes of Billy Slater, Cam Smith, back in the setup of Queensland just adds an extra element for us.
1: I love it. I love the coaching teams. It's Johns. Well, let's start with Freddie, the coach, obviously. It's Freddie, Johns, and Badiris up against uh, arguably the big three of Queensland of our time anyway. Uh, Slater, uh, Smith, and Thurston uh, on the assistance to Billy um, this year, which is it's incredible. Uh, we, we grew up watching these guys play Origin, and now they're coaching the next generation. Where are we looking in this game? Um, if you are having a bet, of course... Um, it is often the first game. Or I think I said to you this time last year, it's a low-scoring game traditionally, but last year uh, that was blown out of the waters very quickly.
2: Yeah, but last year, I think we've even seen so far this season in, uh, in the NRL and Supercoach, last year was an anomaly. The amount of scoring that we saw and the, the six again, how much it impacted the play. So I think, like you, uh, we'll go back to a sort of more traditional game one. And I think the under 36.5, I'd rather be with that than the overs.
1: Yeah, and as we say, it's uh, that time of the year in Sydney, isn't it, where it's cold, it's wet, and at Core Stadium, traditionally uh, a low-scoring venue, you'd think... Uh, no Latrell, no Tommy Turbo. They put on a stack of points last year for New South Wales. Where do they get the points this year, the Blues? Because even though Katoni's been very good defensively, he hasn't scored a lot of tries, whereas they were getting that from their right centre in Turbo last year.
2: Yeah, I think that's a huge question uh, because I think... The two centres this year, Stags and Whiten, I think they're great players, but they're they're probably more known for their defence almost than their attack. Um, I don't think they're as lethal as Turbo and Latrell, obviously. So that again leads sort of to the thinking that it might be an unders game, and maybe you could look at some of the second rollers, maybe for try scorers like a Cam Murray or a Tarek Sims.
1: Just on Tarek Sims, uh, you mentioned before about Angus missing out. Could he feel aggrieved? Is Tarek feeling the opposite of that? Is he almost surprised and shocked to be included in this team? Because as good as he was last year for the Blues in origin, he's he's yet to show anything like that for the uh, Dragon side this year.
2: Yeah, well, Josh Shadow Carr would be thinking that because he was great for the Blues last year. Then he's mm. done not much this year and he's not picked. Whereas Sims, you know, same boat, but he's actually there. So, yeah, it does surprise me. I thought we'd see Liam Martin start and maybe someone else on the bench, but... Sims will do a job, you know that
1: Yeah, he's tough, he's made for origin uh, One of those names that we keep hearing Made for origin, I know you're a massive fan of him Ruben Cotter um, I mean, what are we expecting from him He's named at lock, which I thought was Somewhat surprising to, to edge out Jai Arrow Who has been a mainstay of that Queensland team In recent times, and I guess the big shock For me though, looking at this forward pack Of the Maroons, was Ben Hunt named in nine Ahead of Harry Grant, but you like the move
2: yeah, I do. I think Grant's... He, obviously, he could play 80 minutes and he could start, but I think he's he's so good off the bench. He's so fast. I think after the first 20 minutes of Origin, which is everyone speaks about, it, is so fast. I wouldn't know. I've never played Origin, but you <laughs> always hear about how fast it is out there. The player's going to be tired after 20 minutes, and you're going to have Harry Grant coming on fresh. I think it's a great play by Billy Slater. I think he's a great weapon to have on the bench. Just looking at their back line for a second, Queensland, I think... We spoke about how we don't know where Uniswad's points will definitely come from. Mm. I think Queensland's the opposite. You've got Cobbo, Holmes, Xavier Coates, Ponga. That's a really lethal back one.
1: Yeah, just going to uh, put both of these squads on your screens here now. Of course, uh, you'll see it here. New South Wales, the home side on the left, and these uh, as they were named uh, earlier in the week, the squad, so alphabetical order there for the Blues, and uh, the Maroons side actually named a team, so... (laughs) Credit to them for doing that. The, the, the alphabetical thing, I've, I mean, I've been a part of it in the past as well. It's, uh, just name them in the jerseys. Anyway, um, as we say there, Regan Campbell-Gillard maybe a surprise inclusion. He's been good for the Eels, uh, and one of those names, sort of like David Clemmer that could have been recalled from past series. Nico Hines, 18th man. Are we shocked that he's not in jersey 14?
2: Uh, look, I am in a way, because his form probably warrants being selected. But uh, I think Stephen Crichton probably deserves it as well. So, I don't know. Like I think we might see Nico Hines at one stage this uh, this series. If if they lose game one, I reckon Hines will be their game two.
1: That's going to be the talking point, isn't it? What's doing with the makeup of the bench? If they win, he's a genius, Freddie. If they lose, they'll call for his mm. head again. Um, although, uh, Zach Bailey of Channel 9 uh, reporting today that Steve Crichton trained a lot of the session at left centre. Um, anyway, so whether or not they run out like that on... Uh, On Wednesday night, or if Jackie's actually on the bench, could be uh, some early mind games from Freddie. Let's talk best bets, though, Tommy. We've sort of run our eyes over the teams, the squads. Um, I think this time last year, I actually tipped the Maroons, and very quickly that bet was out the window. I like New South Wales back at home this year. I think they're going to lock it down. They've picked a defensive team. They're going to rough and tumble. um, Origin footy, I think we see a traditional origin game here in game one.
2: So do I. I. think it's going to be an absolute cracking game. So many players in form from both teams. And probably my best bet is the Unders, for reasons you say there. You know, a wet night, a dewy night. Uh, New South Wales have named a defensive side, like you're saying. And yep. the Queensland Fords are very strong as well. So I think you can probably bet comf- com- confidently, I should say, on the Unders.
1: Yeah, if we're looking at try scorers, give me James Tedesco. I think he's just always around the footy. Uh, $2.48 any time uh, you're getting if you're having a bet tonight. Um, Of course, we're a week out, so uh, those prices may change. Check closer to kickoff. Um, I don't really like a lot of those other names there. Brento or Daniel Tupo around the even money quote there. Selwyn Cobbo, $2.46. I start... Sorry, I was about to say there. I think you start to get out to a bit of value there with Teddy because he is an origin player. And as we saw for the Roosters last week, he's hitting his peak.
2: He is, and uh, he loves Orange, and he lives for that. He's a, he's a great captain. He'll definitely be – he's worth the bet for sure. I think uh, $2.50 bet Xavier Coates is the way I'd go. Um, he'll play left wing, I'd imagine. I think Cobbo will stay on the right, given how well he's playing there in Clubland. land. Yep. And I think the New South Wales is a very strong defensive team. If Queensland score, it's probably going to be out wide. So $2.50 bet Coates, I'm happy with that.
1: Of course, you can check out all of these markets at topsport.com.au. Um, they've got obviously the game one markets. They've got the series markets as well. I think remember this opened up um, in January or, or March when the footy started. Even uh, New South Wales was something like a dollar thirty to win the series, which uh, uh, that price mm-hmm. has come uh, right in for Queensland. They're they're closer to um, the even money price, but. Just uh, bundling our bets together here, as I do the maths, we're looking at about uh, $10, uh, sorry, 20 to $1 um, for our same-game multi. So we're backing the unders, we're backing uh, Xavier Coates, and we're backing, actually my maths is well up, $12, $12 gamble responsibly. Um, we might get in touch with Tristan and see if we can get a Supercoach 365 special up. If it's not that, we'll try and do something else ahead of game night. So uh, keep an eye out for that if you are having a bet.
2: Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to this. And I guess we'll have to work out what we're doing with our podcast next week. we Will be doing it before Origin?
1: Mate, we play it by you here. We, uh, we are fast and loose here on the Supercoach 365 podcast. And that's where we'll leave it for this week even. Uh, of course, not a bumper round 13 to look forward to, but certainly going to sort the men from the boys in Supercoach Tommy. Uh, he's hoping you can keep flying.
2: Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, four games this week very important games though. every player you have will be very crucial so good luck everyone
1: we will uh, obviously get around you on Instagram between now and then at Supercoach365 you can see our final teams our captains call as well we'll be doing that Thursday 2nd of June as you listen to this whenever you are check it out enjoy your round at 13.40 it's
0: going to be an interesting week